<laughs> Pot of gold. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Ramble by the River. I'm your host, Jeff Nesbitt, and we've got a great show for you today. You can find us on Facebook at Ramble by the River, on Instagram at Ramble by the River, on Twitter at Ramble River Pod, and you can find all this information at RambleByTheRiver.com, where you will also soon be able to find merchandise and anything regarding the show. New episodes are posted free every week at RambleByTheRiver.Captivate.FM, also available free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your other podcast platforms. All of this information and more can be found in the show notes, along with any useful links that I might mention during the episode. Ramble by the River is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. If you're interested in making a donation or subscribing for access to bonus content, go to ramblebytheriver.com, click support, and follow the instructions there. You'll be allowed to sign up for a subscription through patreon.com, or you can leave a one-time donation right there on the website via PayPal. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening, period. Thank you so much more if you support the show. I really, really appreciate it, and you guys make this all possible. So thank you. It is Saturday, September 11th. I should maybe change the tone. That's a somber day. It is Saturday, September 11th, 2021, and we got a great show for you today. It's Rod Run. So I didn't really think about how it was also September 11th. For those of you who don't know, Rod Run is like the event of the summer for the Long Beach Peninsula. It started with a car show hosted by this organization called the Beach Barons. Shout out Beach Barons. And they do a car show. And it's become a very big event. People come from all over the country and they come to check out hot rods. People come in their cars and it's pretty fun pretty fun event especially if you've never experienced it the locals don't always think it's fun people get kind of pissed off sometimes because it's crowded and hard to get around can't eat anywhere but it's fun you might even be able to hear some cars in the background i'm not sure i actually kind of hope not because i'm trying to you know make a quality recording here but anyway so it's rod run i didn't even think about how it could also be such a sad day what are they calling this patriots day it's patriots day happy patriots day everybody Oh, speaking of Tom Brady, I got a text from a friend this morning that said, hey, did you see Tom Brady on that crypto commercial? And I had not seen it, but I Googled it and YouTubed it, and I didn't watch it, actually. I just looked at the thumbnail because it was early in the morning, and I didn't feel like watching a video. But Tom Brady doing a crypto commercial with his wife, Giselle Bunchen. Bunchen? Bunchen. Giselle. Giselle Brady. That's got a ring to it. I wonder why she doesn't just do that. I don't know. Anyway, um, he's in a commercial, and I imagine they're slinging some product they're involved with, but it's cool. I think that represents some kind of mass adoption. It's at least mainstream. If not adoption, it's at least in the public awareness. So that's a good sign. It's a good sign. I wonder if Tom Brady is... I'm I'm sure he owns some. I should have Googled this before I started talking about it on the podcast. So September 11th, September 11th, geez, 20 years, guys, 20 years. Can you believe that? Gosh, I was in seventh grade. I still remember the day very well. I mean, I think I remember it well. 
I don't know. I was just talking about on the podcast earlier that memory isn't really very good. So who who knows? Maybe I remember it poorly, but I have a very clear memory of it either way. My memory confidence is high, even though that doesn't mean shit. And you'll hear that later on the podcast. But, oh, wow. I just got a price alert. Solana is up 14%. Up to $195.63. Solana is a cryptocurrency that is a competitor of Ethereum. So it's a, it's a whole ecosystem that allows other products to be built on top of it. And it is blowing the fuck up. I wish I would have bought some a long time ago. I just bought some a few days ago when it was around 170 I think. And it's it's made some gains, but it's, you know, it's going to be huge. I have a feeling it will be a very big, big uh, thing later. This is not financial advice. I do not recommend you make any purchases of any kind based on what I've said, but just talking about what I'm excited about. Solana's doing well. Yeah, crypto has been interesting lately. Very interesting. It's cool to follow. I've done a couple crypto podcasts. Those are in the works. You, uh, yeah, you get to hear those very soon. I'm excited about them. I, I really think crypto is going to be something that everybody's talking about soon. So you'll see. And for those of you who don't give a shit and you're just like, ugh, talk about something else, um, you don't have to listen to those ones all the time. You know, you can you can turn them off. Or just let it run. You know, turn the volume down and let it run. You don't have to turn it off. We don't need those kind of metrics. But, you know, not every episode is going to be for every listener, so it's okay. But, yeah, the crypto ones excite me. I think it's fun. I think it's an opportunity for people without a lot of power to make money. So if you're not into it, I mean, that's fine. You don't have to be into it. I, I'm maybe, maybe you made a bunch of money already. You don't need the money. But if if you're poor and you're not into it, what are you doing? Get with the program, guy. Come on. Potentially make a lot of money here. It could change your life. Life-changing amounts of money. So if you're poor and you have a smartphone and you're not into crypto, time to start thinking smart. Download an app and just start doing research. There's a very good chance it will change your life. I promise you, the potential will be obvious right away and you'll probably get excited about it. It'll be worth every minute that you think you're about to waste. Just do it. Keep in mind, I have no reason to push this on you. I don't work for any kind of company or I'm not getting money or anything. There's, I have no reason to benefit from this other than I want to help you. I want to help society to be better. It has made a major impact on my life. I have way more money than I used to. My, it's way easier to pay my bills. I don't struggle nearly as much because I've learned how to invest in crypto. I started with the stock market. I started with the stock market and I've moved on to crypto because these gains are so much higher. The potential for returns on investment are much larger in crypto, but the risk is also magnified by the same amount. So keep that in mind and always invest with care. Don't do something just because you feel like it's a good idea or because some YouTuber told you to do it, but take your time, do research and become confident because you know what you're talking about, not just because you have a feeling. Anyway, this isn't financial advice except for that last part, meaning just take your time. Okay, still not financial advice. Don't sue me. So September 11th, huh? God. Seventh grade, 2001. What a year. 
Oh, did you hear that? That's a good one. Hot rods, huh? Yeah. 2001, I was rocking uh, an orange buzz cut. You remember those orange buzz cuts? No? Okay, maybe not. Well, the reason I had that was because every once in a while, my mom would uh, get a wild hair and decide she wanted to blonde us up a little bit. So, you know, most of the time that meant she'd get a bottle of sun in, make us go stand out in the sun. Or, uh, you know, you never know. Find a, you might, every once in a while, a couple times, a couple times she got a box of that blonde hair dye that you get from the store that women use. There's all pictures of women on the box. And she would help us frost our tips. It was the early 2000s. You know? Cover of every Tiger Beat had sync, Backstreet Boys. Just frosted tips as far as the eye could see. I wanted those frosted tips. What, was it so much to ask for a chubby boy to get frosted? I guess so. It felt like the world didn't want me to have frosted tips. It's like, no, nah, not you, chubby boy. Regular, boring-ass, normal, non-frosted tips for you. In fact, maybe not even, maybe no gel, too. Maybe you don't even get tips. Maybe you just have a bunch of normal-ass hair, you chubby bitch. That's how it felt. That's not what people were saying, but that's what I was feeling. But every once in a while, my mom would get that box of dye, and I think this happened two times. And she'd come home and she'd say, hey, get your fat ass over here. We're going to frost those tips. <laughs> oh, mom, you were so gruff. You were so gruff. Yeah, so she'd get out a piece of tinfoil, fold it up. Fold it up real nice. Make yourself almost like a shoe polisher, like the guys with the shoe polish station. They'd have that nice folded up towel, folded lengthwise three times, hot dog style, but in a, in a kind of in a three-way fold. So it's nice and long, and it, you got a nice, uh, good handle for doing some, like, pulling action, like back and forth polishing style. Polish a knob like that, you know, polish a boot, however you do it. And she would take that tinfoil and squirt a bunch of this stinky white stuff all over it, which I assume was peroxide-based. And then, you know, I'd have my hair wet and just standing on end. Just standing at attention, waiting for that, just waiting to get glazed. And then she'd swipe that tinfoil, swipe it back and forth. Boom, boom, boom. Frost them up, frost them up. You guys remember the drill. And then you'd sit there like that for a while. I think like half an hour, maybe maybe more, maybe two hours. And eventually, though, you'd, you'd start to feel it was burning a little bit. And you'd be like, all right, it's done. You get up, you scream and run to the, the, the washroom and you rinse your hair. And then, voila, beautiful frosted tips. Or so one would expect. But that's not what happened for me. That's not what happened at all. So, in the, in the way I just described, in that lovely fashion, I did have my tips frosted when I was uh, 10 years old, fourth grade. It was a lovely year. It's a good year. It's really just the beginning of my weight problem. It only got it only got worse from there. Needless to say, the frosted tips did not help. <clears throat> so, the first time we did it, it had gone okay. 
I should add, it was very tense in my house. Anytime any kind of hair dye or cosmetic products were applied to me or my brother. My dad was not down for that shit, and he was, you know, almost a little too concerned that it was going to make us gay, I think, is what was going on. I'm not really exactly sure what his beef was in particular, but regardless, it was known ahead of time that if we were going to dye our hair, it was an act of defiance. So we've got to be ready to, you know, protect ourselves. Shit's going to go down, you know, verbally at the very least. But, you know, anyway, so this the second time around, seventh grade, 2001, bringing it back around. I already had a buzz cut when my mom brought home the hair dye. She's like, hey, I was thinking I'd frost you guys' tips, you know, tomorrow's first day of school. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. And she's like, well, not, I guess, how are we going to do that? Your hair's buzz cutted. You already have a buzz cut. And I was like, well, shit, I'm not going to let this opportunity to slip, just slip by and just go to school with these normal ass tips. So I said, hey, just frost them anyway. They're little, but they'll frost. And uh, so I had her just frost them up anyway. And she's like, ah, and I remember as she's doing it, it's like, I don't know, Jeffrey, there's not a lot of hair here. There's, I kind of have to just, you know, push it in there. And I was like, ah, that doesn't sound frosted as much as just like, and then I'm picturing Eminem, who was very popular at the time, but I didn't know he was good. I didn't know it. I didn't know anything about him other than he was a, a scary man who sang music that I didn't really get to listen to. And I knew people who liked him, and they were scary too. So it was, it was, you know, it was before I ever started listening to hip hop or anything like that. And Eminem was not who I was trying to idolize. In fact, the thought of that actually would freak me out a little bit this did happen because I thought oh no people are going to think that I'm hard because I'm dressed like Eminem and I'm essentially wearing an Eminem costume to seventh grade and I even dyed my hair and cut my hair the way he does they're going to think I'm a huge Eminem fan or something I didn't even have any idea about this video Stan where this like the guy it becomes obsessed with Eminem and he he like I, he dresses like him and he does his hair like him. I think he was played by like Devin Sawa. I don't know. I haven't seen the video for a long time, but I remember I didn't like it because Stan is very similar to my name, which is my first name is actually Stanton. I'm Stanton Jeffrey, so it's it's a long story, but the connection weirded me out. And I and I would, but you know I, I was never a huge Eminem fan either way. I love Eminem. Uh, I think his music's great. He's just never been one that I got obsessed with. Um, if you know what I mean. I can respect him as an artist. I see his potential to be like one of the greats. And when I listen to him rap, I'm very impressed. But I, I just haven't given him the investment of my time and of my heart, really. You know, when you get an artist that you're just like, I'm all in. I'm all in. I, I haven't been all in with Frank. Oh, my God. Freudian slip. Goddamn. Frank Ocean. When will he drop an album? It's been so long. I am all in with Frank. Boy, that guy can make some music. I can't wait for his next shit. Uh, Kanye is, is... I'm pretty all in on Kanye. I might, Kid Cudi. I'm all in on Kid Cudi. But, you know, Eminem was never my guy. So I go to school. And uh, this is maybe a, you know, a week after I had this freshly dyed haircut. 
and then I hear boom, you know, September 11th, planes are hit, hitting towers, towers are falling, people are dying, firemen are becoming heroes, you know. Airports are starting to suck now, and they never, they will never be good again. George Bush is going to briefly not be thought of as a joke. Very briefly. I'm talking like maybe September to January. I don't know. It was a couple of years before we invaded Iraq. That was 2003. But yeah, I remember leading up to September 11th, Bush was like thought of as a joke. Not in a... I don't know, not in a sad way like Trump was, but more in like a, like your drunk uncle type of way, but lovable and, I don't know, somehow capable of running the largest superpower in the free world. Yeah, but after that, he became like a very polarizing figure because of his decision to attack in Iraq and Afghanistan, which just ended, like, Last week, people finally pulled out, troops are pulled out of Afghanistan. Biden decided to do that, and I don't think it's going well. I, I don't see a lot of positive news coverage. People hanging off of planes and shit. Oh, man. The world's a mess. It's a mess. But what are you going to do? We're going to just focus on the positive, right? Do the best we can, because that's all we can do. That's all we can do. So what's so positive about my life right now? Uh, I don't know. I just got a new microphone. I'm really enjoying it. It's a Shure MV7. It's like a podcaster mic, and I love it. It's, it's just these little things, you know? My family's healthy. Things are good. Things are good. I've been extremely busy at work this week, so stuff has been a little bit stressful. Not Not horrible, but... More stressful than I'd like. And uh, it made editing podcasts very difficult because I was just, I was doing stressful computer work in the first place. And so once I've spent all day staring at a computer screen, it's just almost impossible to stare at a computer screen more. It's, it's rough. I just don't, I just, yeah, it's hard. But anyway, I digress. My guest today is Cody Chalker. Cody Chalker's a good friend of mine. We've known each other a very long time. You'll recognize his brother, Colton Chalker, who is his twin. He says fraternal, but I don't know if I buy it. He was a guest on the show, I think episode five, or something really early, early on. And Cody's been on my list of people to get on the show for a long time. Cody is a journeyman electrician, and he lives in Salt Lake City, Utah. He grew up here in uh, Surfside, Washington, just down the road from me, and we went to school together, and we've been friends for a long time. He even lived with me for a little while up in Bellingham, Washington. His brother Colton is one of my best friends. We've been close for many, many years, and Cody was here visiting, and so I snagged him up for a podcast. Without further ado, please give it up for the lovably neurotic and the surprisingly erotic. Cody Chucker. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. 
still fly, I'm still fly, let's go. It could all be worse, I could be a hater like you. It could all be make the man, but that poison's gonna kill you. Now say it with your chest I'm now. young, I'm free Can't nobody take me here and now It's my time to run it out It's my time, it's my time It's my time to run it out. I'm young, I'm free Can't nobody take me That is pretty standard, right? For retrievers, yeah, because they got uh, hip problems, and there's like some some veterinarians think it doesn't matter, but some think that you should wait until they're fully grown. Because gotcha. What are these things? They're like selfie lights, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. I hope. How everybody's doing their their TikToking these days. I don't get on until nighttime though when I'm like usually it's my TV watching time. I'll just oh, yeah. TikTok instead sometimes. So I'm like, ah Yeah, I imagine it's suck you right in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you spend if you do it during the day, you're just like not even paying attention to some shit. You're just sitting there Two watching. Two hours TikTok. will go by. <laughs> it's like shit. I've wasted my whole life on this TikTok. Yeah. It's nice to be able to just chill sometimes and watch something. Yeah, yeah, mindlessly. For sure. There's some funny shit on there, though. I know. It's, it's A lot of the TikTok stuff migrates to Instagram. Does it? Yeah. I never do Instagram, so... Never? No. Well, I got one, like, a few weeks ago, or a month, a couple months ago. Uh-huh. And I never actually use it. I never do post Highly recommend it. I know. I know. Some guy was telling me that's how he gets all his girls instead of doing Tinder. They he gets on Instagram and likes a bunch of random photos throughout the valley and shit. I'm just like, that just seems creepy, dude. Yeah, yeah dude, it works. That way. it works, man. You don't even. It's like you're not competing with all the pros. You look at a girl's Tinder account. She's got like 50 dudes on there. Yeah, I bet that's true. I've never done anything social media. I mean, uh, online dating. No? Nope. Done a little bit. Been doing a little bit. It's a little different, you know? Oh, I bet. You see, there's this video on TikTok. This girl, like, she, she, uh, uh, pranks people and she goes up to dudes. It's this hot girl and she says, Do you want to have sex with me? <laughs> Uh-huh. Just like asks them and takes videos of it, and like the way some of them react. Like the, this one dude took forever to say yes, and it's like she's just sitting there the whole time with a serious face on it. Like, dude, and I'm like, holy shit, that'd be weird. That'd be a freaking dream right there, dream come true. 
I would uh, I would have some questions. I would definitely too. I would I'd be oh. acting the same way as all those other dudes. <laughs> like, like start like not even hesitate to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just like uh There's a catch. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, Colton do have you any on electrical or anything? Not really. Not very helpful. You see all these extension cords? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it? He, is that how he does it? He should come. <laughs> Probably <laughs> no, no. But uh, I don't know about how they do it in Utah, but <laughs> around here we like the wires in the walls. <laughs> Whatever's easy, right? <laughs> what actually oh, happened shit, is he started know. helping me, and uh, we we strung wire across the ceiling of the shop from the junction box or from the. The breaker box over to the junction box. Oh, yeah. And then we just... Um, Melissa Melissa found out, and uh, she had been waiting for me to start working on the house. Yeah. And she was pissed because I was uh, getting Colton's help with a non-priority thing first. So she was mad. So she's like, you can not do the, the podcast until you already... Completed your other commitments. Yeah, yeah. So we stopped, and then it took me six months to get Colton to help me with the house because it was a real pain in the ass. And we just really kind of just finished that. So I haven't even started thinking about asking him for more help yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he was really helpful, actually, on the house. Well, side, side work is tough for me because I never want to go to work after work. Yeah, exactly. And then weekends come around and I'm like, I don't want to do any work either, but I'd help buddies out. I just don't. It's tough for everybody. Alright, I'm just going to take a few pictures of you while we're talking. Of oh. us while we're talking. Oh, shit, shit. I'm on the ball here. I... <laughs> You're bald now? No, no. I am going a little bald. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely am. Dude, I got a receding hairline. I got gray hairs coming in. Oh, that's that, I believe. Do you? Yeah, your dad was gray. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 25, it looked yeah, like. He was gray early. I, I don't remember how old your dad was not when I the... met him, but he was not old. Yeah, he yeah. He was pretty much fully gray, what if I he? recall. Yeah, like kindergarten. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. He was gray, I think. I think you're right. About 25, he started getting gray. Yeah. I've seen a lot of photos of him. Dude, like, some people so, just go gray really yeah, early. I got all kinds of gray streaks going. You ever seen guys who start going gray in high school, in college? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I had a guy on my yeah. crew team who was already losing his hair. Oh, no. Nah. He was like 19, 20 years old. No. Nah. Really sad. <laughs> I bet he's, I guarantee he's bald now. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least gray hair, you can kind of dye it a little bit. Yeah. But I got like a receding hairline coming in, dude. Like. Oh, yeah, that happens. It's starting to. It would look weird if you didn't at this point. You'd look yeah. like some kind of a young, Getting young old. buck. <laughs> Sorry, everybody used to th say, tell me I look younger than I am, but... I've always had the opposite. You not anymore. <laughs> it doesn't happen to me anymore. <laughs> I'm just like... That's I must yeah. start look, looking pretty damn old now. Well, especially since I sometimes I just let facial hair grow. If I shave, then I'd probably look younger for sure. Yeah, it makes a big but. difference. Those things are crazy. They're awesome. They really make a huge difference in yeah. how stuff looks. Yeah. I'll have to get one of those sometime. 
But I just imagine a bunch of people doing TikTok off those. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do. I imagine how stoned I look right now. <laughs> you don't look stoned at all, actually. No? No. Do you want eye drops? I have eye no. drops if you're self-conscious about the redness. No, 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 I'm good. I took, I actually had some eye drops earlier. Use them as much as I used to. They're bad for your eyes. Now shit. Well, the the Visine are. Oh, yeah, I never. I I don't use them much. I don't smoke much anymore. I came back here and then I just started like blazing pretty good for a bit. Usually I just don't buy it and then my buddy smokes me out every once in a while. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. Tolerance develops quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, the first time I took a hit right when I crossed the border, I was... I felt like I was tripping balls. Yeah, I still had to get back on the highway and keep driving. I'm just shit. keep talking. I'm listening. I'm gonna adjust you while like, you're shit. talking. Shouldn't drive like this. No. So do stay where you're at. I'm gonna move oh, okay. it to you. Oh. Um, so this is all adjustable. All right. um, feel free to move it how you want. I'm talking to the front. Um, about that distance is good. Okay. Um, yeah. Even go turn your switch up a little bit. Like just barely past nine o'clock. Oh, wait. That sounds past, like it's pretty good. Past nine? Pretty much right on it, if anything, just to the upside. So, right there? Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, I'm past, like... You are around 11. Yeah, yeah, I was around cool, 11. Though. That's why you're always late. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. You were early today. Yeah. All right. Test, test, test. Test, test. Pretty good. Yeah. So I plug this into the... Actually, go ahead and do one more little tiny bit up. Testing. Talk a little bit. Testing. That's good. Good. I'm just going to point it at you. I'm a quiet person, so... Perfect. Okay. I'm going to take my headphones off, too. Because they suck. Okay. There's a latency on the monitor so so i'm having recording issues lately i can't figure out how to get the recorder to work without glitching on me uh, garage band's been glitching every time i use it and it's for some reason it's not saving my files to i it can't find them like i don't i deleted something on accident and i don't know how to fix it so like every time i record something when i go to save it it'll say could not find all these files like all the files of the actual like data for the audio i guess oh, and it just like doesn't know where it recorded it to or something and i can't figure weird. out how to fix it I so i switched to a different MacBook one book would be good for this kind of stuff it is it's been great but um it's me that's the problem i don't oh. i just i never knew how to do any of this before and now i'm just trying to figure it out as i go yeah, yeah. but um it's a lot of work and you know i have a job already oh yeah yeah <laughs> so it's, it's just it's good hobby is what it is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm pretty much ready to go. Okay. How did you get that switched over? Just guessing a bunch of times? Yeah. Like, how do I do this? Do that? A lot of Googling. A lot of Googling. I do Google even for my job still sometimes. Everybody does. Doctors like, do. Oh, shit. I gotta... You ever spring something on your doctor? Like, you no. tell them, uh, you make an appointment to go get your, like, your sore wrist checked out. Yeah, And yeah. while you're there, you're like, oh, also, I've got a weird pain in the back of my shoulder. <laughs> what do you think that could be? They have no fucking idea. 
Yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to know ahead of time so they can Google it. You know what I don't do? What? Because I don't Google that kind of shit no more. You're smart. So I don't want to be told I'm dying, you know, have cancer and yeah. die in six months. Everybody uh, <laughs> has some symptoms of cancer. <laughs> if you get on there and look hard enough, you'll find something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got really bad phobia when it comes to, I am a hypochondriac pretty bad. I forgot about that. Let's talk about that a little bit. Over, over um, the years. All, of all things or of cancer in particular? Just of health, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am overly afraid of cancer for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's so prevalent. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I really don't want to get it. Yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. 100%. And the spraying chemicals makes... I mean, a lot of people would assume I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah, yeah, And those people are assholes. Yeah, really. But... Uh-oh. What? Hello? Chicken poop on the deck. You did? Yeah. Yeah, that happens. <sighs> to be continued. Okay, so you guys are probably curious as to what's going on. I'll fill you in. Pretty much everybody I know has a dog. This is a rural community. Everybody's got a dog. And most people leave their dogs at home. But... For some reason, a lot of people bring their dogs everywhere they go. So you see a lot of dogs in trucks, dogs in cars. It's a cold place. It's not that big of a deal. And the people who I'm the closest with tend to bring their dogs to come record a podcast. And I'm still new at podcasting, so I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, no, don't bring your dog to podcast because dogs breathe really loud and they flap around and they make itching noises and they bump into shit. And they pretty much bring nothing to the table as podcasters. That being said, I love dogs. I, I thoroughly enjoy their company. They're not meant for the podcasting world. I'll say it. I'll be the first to say it. You heard it here first. Don't bring your dog when you go podcasting places. Just so you know. However, I didn't say any of that stuff to my guest, Cody Chalker, my good friend. So... I wasn't surprised or angry when his dog, a beautiful, young, vibrant golden retriever with that kind of a pale golden, just shiny, white, soft, happy as could be, the kind of dog you just want to hug. Beautiful dog. I wasn't at all shocked when that beautiful beast grabbed one of my daughter's pet chickens and shook it within an inch of its life. The dog had never been around chickens before. That dog didn't know any better. Dogs like chicken. It makes sense to me. So, you know, there's no one to be mad at, but that's what happened. You probably heard my wife in the background come running in and screaming, We got a problem! We've got a problem! We've got a problem! She came running in and screamed and freaked me the fuck out. So I ran out of here just thinking the dog had bit my daughter or something. And No, I actually don't think I thought that. I don't know what I thought, but I was freaked out. Because there's no chance that dog's biting anybody. He's such a lovable dog. It, it, in fact, 
He didn't even puncture the chicken. He shook it pretty good. When I walked out there, he was sprinting across the yard, proudly carrying the bird in his in his jaws, and you know, kind of giving her giving her a little shake here and there, just for good measure. And yeah, my daughter's standing on the porch watching this, so the first thing I do is run out there. I'm just like, Melissa, please take Amelia into the house. And so they're both crying because they don't know what to do. And so I chase the dog down, grab him, and Cody's also doing this, and we're trying to – and he drops the chicken right away and just, like, sits – just not – he's not doing – this is not a vicious act at all. This dog is totally just being cool. He's just excited. He's a year and a half old, I think. He's a puppy, you know, full-grown dog's body, and he's a retriever. So this – my friend Colton pointed this out later, but maybe he just thought he was supposed to grab the bird. It's like, hey, I see a bird, I grab it, I bring it back. That's what I do, I'm a retriever. So who knows? He was probably just thought he was doing his job. Either way, it all kind of ended up okay. And a couple hours later, I, I mean, within an hour, I rounded up all but one of the chickens. And that last one that he shook pretty good had taken off into the woods. And she came back, came back, crawled on back into the coop, and all is well. After all that, though, uh, we were all kind of emotionally drained and I, I had been just like carrying my three-year-old around the yard, consoling her while she cried. <laughs> it was it was not the most conducive environment for banter. Honestly, Cody seemed a little shook by the whole thing. The dog was shook by the whole thing. I think he ate something during the process because he went home and puked. Cody said he just puked for like the next 24 hours straight. He ended up having to take the dog to the hospital for and pay a bunch of money to get him checked out and fixed and sounded like a nightmare not the, not the thing you want to deal with while you're traveling so that's what happened and i got him back in here just today we've got some great stuff coming up in the meantime we have an episode featuring dr david shirazi who's a sleep expert <laughs> It just shows the power of belief and the power of the mind. You know, there is this whole branch of medicine called New German Medicine. Have you ever heard of it? No. You you particularly, the questions and the knowledge that you have are so perfect. You would just be in love with New German Medicine. I will check um, it out right after this podcast. So it's very complex. It's an explanation of essentially which PTSD can cause which disease. Ooh, I love it already. Right? So, you know, Western medicine, we say all problems are genetics or stress, right? I've always hated that, you know, it's just total bullshit because everything is genetics, okay? Like everyone has genes, but as we talked about earlier, your epigenetics dictates your expression, right? Mm -hmm. And stress, like stress is too vague. You gotta be a little bit more specific. So what happened with the new German medicine, I want to say 40, 50 years ago, there was a psychiatrist and his son was tragically killed and it took him a month to die. It was a horrible, horrible thing. Highly traumatic event. After his son passed, he developed testicular cancer. He asked his physicians that diagnosed it. He said, listen, I have zero family history in cancer. I am in perfect health. Why did I get testicular cancer? And they said, we don't know. 
But if you don't treat it, there's an 80% chance of death in a year. Okay. So then he asked his testicular and ovarian cancer patients, right before your diagnosis, did you have a sudden loss? And sure enough, they all had a sudden loss. And then he ordered a brain CT for all of them. And lo and behold, they have the artifact in the exact same part of the brain as he did. Like, just to paraphrase, he concluded that the brain has a mechanism whereby there's unmanageable stress, right? Where you're kind of like in a state of shock, unmanageable stress. So the brain makes an executive decision because the brain is always thinking about survival and survival in the moment. So the brain makes an executive decision to try to change the stress, to reduce the stress. So again, this is a, a elementary paraphrase, mm -hmm. but in his case, it would be, okay, well, this guy is stressed out about the loss of his son. How can we get him more son? Oh, we can make more sperm. Oh well, how do we make more sperm? Well, we got to make more testicular tissue. Okay, let's make more testicular tissue then. Holy which shit. Is what, which is what cancer is. It's, it's a redundancy in tissue. So, um, predominantly. So, uh, so that's with him such an integration of psychology and biology. That's because he was a psychiatrist, right? And he was a smart man. We talk about TMJ disorders. Uh, that's a temporomandibular joint. We talk about sleep disorders, in particular sleep apnea. We talk about a lot of interesting stuff. It was a very good podcast. He's a doctor with a lot of experience, and he's very well-spoken, and you could tell he knew, knew what he was doing. So it was a really cool one. We have an interview coming out soon with Cindy Guzman. Cindy's a friend of mine from back in high school, and she reached out to me about coming on the podcast. She said she just had some stuff she wanted to talk about, and I had her come on, and it was good. I'm excited for this. I don't know. I just, there's lately just been a lot of things on my mind. And, you know, it's, it's these doors you have to open up for yourself. Like, what do you mean exactly? Um, you could stay in, in the stigma. You could stay in the label that you are prone to. But you, you, you're the one. It takes only you to break down all of those barriers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I like where you're going. There's a lot of stories that I could have stayed stuck. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't me. It wasn't for me. It really, I looked at it as a, wait, why am I in this position? You know, I can work. I can move. You know, I measure myself by ears. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not in the same spot as I was last year as I am today. Yeah. I wasn't the same person two years ago, three years ago. I mean, I'm coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, and when we came back, like, honestly, like, I had a total different mindset. Like, I was blessed that I had everything I had. I don't think I was a bad kid when I was growing up. I just don't think my mom understood that what we were going through in school um, is different than what she grew up with. Yeah. And I think that intimidated her. And she probably felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to end up losing one of my girls. That will be out soon, and yeah, we have another upcoming episode is Ross Carey coming on to talk about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. No. I mean, I'm still watching them, and I know what they do and what they are, but I, I didn't get in low enough to justify 
it's probably still, I mean, we'll probably look back five years from now and be like, we should have just spent our life savings that day right. when we recorded this podcast. Right. Um, but I spent it all on ba- X, baby but... monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't own any NFTs. I just, I have a MetaMask wallet with nothing in it. But I want, I, I just, I want to, but I just can't. I can't do it because I just... Uh, you need to get in on minting them. I know. That's what you got to do. I know. But even then, I'm just like, what if... It's a good gamble. People just decide, like, nah. But then that could happen with coins. That could happen with Bitcoin. That could happen with dollars. Yeah. Like, it's probably not going to. Right. But, uh, yeah, the digital art is one that's, like, it's a real hard sell. I think I'm just old enough to really have a hard time, like accepting the idea of paying that kind of exorbitant money for digital art but i get it right i see why people would i mean it's just the mass fomo right now yeah it's a bubble it's yeah. a it's a bubble that everyone knows is a bubble right but it, but and so you know what? it's eventually gonna pop but you don't know when and you don't know where it's gonna land right so it's so why wouldn't you try to profit while it's while it's still on the up exactly you know that's why I was upset I didn't get in to baby monkeys for $132. I got to buy one for 2000 Yeah. That I mean, sucks. But you'll probably still make money on it. Right. Yeah, but you might not. You might lose your ass. But then you still have a, a baby monkey to console you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You could buy a real baby monkey for that money. I know. I know. Uh, but you couldn't resell it for twice the profit in a week. I was watching Alex Becker's Twitter and JR and White Crypto when they told all their followers to buy Bored Apes, the Bored Ape Yacht Club, at $5,000. That was the floor price. $5,000. And right now, the floor price is like $150,000. So if I would have bought a picture of a Bored Ape back when I was told to, you know, I would have had a big return on my investment. And we stuck pretty close to the topic on that one. We did not venture outside of crypto very much. So that is the crypto podcast. If you're into it, that's the one to go to. That will be out in a few weeks as well. So lots to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. If you want the bonus content, we also have some of that coming out. I'm working on some lost vault tapes featuring Jeff Hilton. And he's a, a kind of a crowd favorite. So I hope that the Patreon subscribers are excited to hear that. Yeah. We have a lot of old Jeff Hilton tapes just from the, the last year. We've done a lot of podcasts that haven't got aired. So it's something that I like to go through every once in a while and pick out the gems. So that's going to go on the Patreon. If you're interested in subscribing, it is patreon.com slash ramble by the river. And another way to get there is just go to ramblebytheriver.com. And there's links for all this stuff there and you can find that. Sorry about the short episode this week. I hope it wasn't too much of a disappointment. And Cody Chalker will be back to follow up and finish his episode in just a couple weeks. So you have that to look forward to. Thank you so much for being part of the Ram Fam. Look forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye, everybody. Just now, say it with your chest now. I'm free, can't nobody take.